Well, hello there, and welcome back to the podcast and the YouTube channel. My name is Art Burns, and I'm really happy to be here with you today. And I mean, I don't know if you've noticed, but I've been out of commission for a couple of days, and I've really, really missed doing my videos. I really, really have. Um, little story behind the reasoning here. Um, on Tuesday evening, I was um, doing some errands, and I like to ride my bicycle when I do errands, and these particular errands on uh, Tuesday evening had me riding in uh, in traffic out here on um, on Broadway here in Denver which is a very busy main street kind of thing and um, through an unfortunate uh, you know series of circumstances I um, had my attention called behind me to a car that I had seen pulling out and I was kind of going across the road to make sure that that guy saw me and in the in in making sure that that driver saw me I failed to notice that the driver in front of me had stopped <laughs> and so uh, yeah going about 20 miles an hour or so I hit the back of a guy's car and I went flying over my handlebars uh, landed literally landed right on my head thank goodness I've learned a lesson a long time ago to wear a helmet all the time this is probably the third time that I would have um, experienced some serious injuries if I hadn't been wearing my helmet so this is a PSA for all of you always wear your bike helmet. I am a person who's been riding, I was a bike messenger in New York City for years. I've been riding bicycles in city environments for literally over 30 years now. And I still sometimes have accidents. That's why they call them accidents. They're not purposeful. So uh, so please, if you ride a bicycle or you ride a scooter or you ride a skateboard or whatever it is, and you're out there in traffic, or even if you're not, I had a, my last time that I had a, a bike accident uh, about two years ago, uh, I broke my collarbone just because of some wet pavement that, you know, it's so easy. It, it takes just such a, a, you know, split second of time that you can really do some serious damage. So please always wear protective gear, especially a helmet and uh, wrist guards and stuff like that. If you're in appropriate, uh, you know, rollerblading or skateboarding and stuff, you know, it, you know, it's like the kind of thing where you don't get to take it back and, and say, okay, let me do that over and then not be hurt. You know, once you get hurt, you're hurt. And then it's just a question of how much you can heal and, and putting in the time and the effort to heal. And, and that's no, you know, it's, it's much easier just to, to wear a helmet and, and whatever other protective gear. So anyway, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm feeling a lot better. Um, this is the kind of thing where, you know, 30 years ago, it would have just been like, you know, just get back on the bicycle and just keep going, no problem. But, you know, at 21 years old, you can do that kind of thing. At 51 years old, yeah, your body takes a little bit more time to uh, to let you get, get back into things. And so I've spent the last couple of days really just kind of laid up, trying to rest myself and trying to heal and it's working. Um, I can, I actually had some pretty bad sprains in the, the, um, the tendons and ligaments of my hands. So now I can actually use my hands properly. Yeah, it's been quite a week, but anyway, I'm happy to be here with you. I'm happy to not be in a hospital. I'm happy to, uh, to be able to share with you some more, uh, insights regarding, <clears throat> you know, mindfulness and 
compassion and kindness and, and all these different things that I talk about in this podcast and in this YouTube channel that help us to really do one thing, right? The, the one thing that really all of this stuff, you know, is about. Yes, it's about stress reduction. Yes, it's about emotional intelligence. Yes, it's about emotional resilience. Yes, it's about emotional regulation. Yes, it's about all of these different things and many, many others, right? But the one thing that all of this boils down into, the very point that all of this is about is the ability to show up for your life and to show up with a level of happiness and with a level of, of you know, sort of fulfillment and, and contentment. Because when we can show up to our lives with fulfillment and contentment, then generally speaking, things do fall into place, right? And, and that's the beautiful thing about it, right? And so here's another beautiful thing about today um, that I just learned literally minutes ago. After I put on this, my favorite t-shirt with the heart on it, you know, I know last, last time I had my favorite t-shirt that has a brain on it, this is my favorite one with a heart on it. Um, and it was only after that I, I dressed that I had a completely different video I was gonna do today, but we're gonna do that one on Monday because I found out that today Today is World Kindness Day. And so you know me, right? I mean, I have to get in on World Kindness Day on my video here. And so, yeah, we're going to talk about kindness and compassion here for a few minutes and how important this is, right? And how, how vastly powerful the, the attitude of kindness and the, and the intention of compassion and kindness can really benefit us in so many different ways, right? And again, yes, it's stress reduction. Yes, it's emotional resilience. Yes, it's... it's um, you know, more optimism, it's more fulfillment, it's more life satisfaction, right? But it's everything of all of that and more, but really what it's about is being able to show up, to be present with what's happening in your life because the lack of kindness, right? Or the opposite of kindness, the opposite of compassion is what? It's, it's you know, kind of cruel intentions. It's having thoughts of someone or something, including ourselves, which, which is, you know, kind of drawing us away from the presence Right? Because when we're thinking of somebody in terms of, of unkindness or uncompassion, right? When we're when we're contemplating something that, you know, oh that person, I don't like them for this reason and they shouldn't have ever done that to me and I'm never gonna forgive them and all that kind of stuff. When we have these kind of thoughts about someone, what we're doing is we're we're becoming preoccupied, right, by those thoughts as opposed to being present with what's happening. Right, and so so what happens is when we when we're thinking those thoughts about someone, right, like that person at work who did something to you, or maybe it's a family member, maybe it's a, a, a acquaintance of some sort, maybe it's a, you know maybe it's somebody on the news that you're seeing, like a, a political figure of some sort. However you fall, wherever you fall on the political spectrum right now in the U.S., there's somebody who you can easily fall into the trap of feeling anger and 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 hate and and resentment for someone, right? But the thing is that every time you turn on the TV and see that person who you feel that way about, right, what happens then is that there's a physical reaction that happens inside of you, 
right? And that physical reaction is not very beneficial. It's the same thing as stress, right? The, the cortisol is present. The, 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 the effects of cortisol, right? Which including the, the raising of blood pressure, the, the uh, increasing of the heart rate, as well as the shutting down of the digestive, the immune, the lymphatic, the, the uh, reproductive systems, as well as just the inability to really, you know, be thinking <laughs> as your, yourself, right? You're literally not even, you know, you don't even have the, the, the wherewithal to think on the same level that you normally do as your baseline when you're in the stress response, right? And this stress response happens in many, many ways. I mean, it's obviously not just with compassion or kindness, but when we express unkindness towards someone, when we decide that we don't like that person and we're going to, you know, kind of, um, you know, kind of embody that unkindness and take away that compassion, well, what happens to you is that you're going into that stress response, right? And when you're in that stress response, right? And here's where it becomes really important. And here's where it, it really becomes about the whole showing up and being present with yourself and those around you, right? Because when you're like, again, let's say it's something on TV, you know, you're thinking about this political figure, right? So you pop on the TV and boom, there's this person who makes you feel this certain way, right? Now, you know, when you start feeling that way, what you're doing is you're going to start, you know, again, your, your body feels as though this thing that you're seeing, even though it's on a TV screen, your body, your brain doesn't know that, right? Your brain doesn't know that it's just this, this image that's uh, just represented with electro, uh, you know, like an electronic uh, visual display here, right? No, it, you know, your mind, your brain, your, your physical, you know, nervous system thinks that this person is actually in your living room and is going to hurt you, right? So the only way that your body knows how to deal with that is to initiate the stress response, right? And then again, that's when you're not, you know, you're primed for survival when you're in the stress response, right? And so you're not, you know, you're not, you know, primed to thrive, you're primed to survive, right? And so when you're in this place of being primed to survive, right, you're on hyper alert, right? You're, you're thinking about like, okay, what's going to go wrong here? What do I need to do to survive what's happening right now, right? That's the way that your mind and your body and your brain and everything that's going on is, is happening right there, right? That's the state that you are in. So now let me ask you a question as if that wasn't bad enough, right? As if it's not bad enough to be sitting there on your easy chair feeling so uneasy about things, right? Well, what happens then when your young son or daughter walks into the room? And if you don't have children, what happens when your your uh, wife or husband or your significant other or, or a good friend calls on the phone, right? What happens when life comes and, and wants to interact with you in that moment, right? Well, what's, what happens is you don't have the capacity to interact with life on that in that moment, right? Because in that moment, you are way too preoccupied with surviving what you see as a mortal threat, right? That's the way it works, folks. And so when that happens, when you're when you're embroiled in these feelings of 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 you know, like again, the opposite of compassion, the opposite of kindness, right? Then when life comes to you and invites you to interact with it, you just can't do it. You don't have the capacity to do it. And isn't that a shame? Right? 
I mean, isn't that just a true shame to not be able to interact with life just because you feel this way about someone, right? And then more importantly, okay, and this is where I say to people, like, I try to live every day like it's World Kindness Day, you know, because, because that's the thing, right? The more you spend your time in, you know, in kind of, you know, dwelling in that place of unkindness, of, you know, of the opposite of compassion. And let's, I mean, we could list those kind of things that we're talking about, right? So, so we'd be talking about, you know, competitiveness, aggression, greed, um, you know, anger, um, even fear, uh, you know, um, resentment, jealousy, you know, any of these kind of feelings that you're having, right? Every minute that you spend having those, those feelings is a minute that you are spending practicing those feelings, okay? This is something that I talk about here a lot in my work, right? And, and not only here on these videos and this podcast, but also it's a great deal of what I talk to about uh, with my clients when we're working together, right? Because this is a real important aspect to understand, okay? About life in general. Whether it is conscious and willing or it is unconscious and unwitting, right? We are always practicing something, okay? And when we practice things, we get better at them or we at least make them more permanent. Right? There's an old saying that says practice makes perfect, but there's been some challenges to that recently. And the, and the, uh, the, the new term is practice makes permanent, right? Because, and that's true, right? Like, you know, practice does not necessarily make perfect because if you're practicing the wrong thing, as thousands of, of golf enthusiasts could tell you, like I can, if you're practicing something in the wrong way, you're going to develop bad habits, right? But those habits are permanent, right? So, so when we practice something, we do make it permanent. We make it who we are, right? And so every moment that you're practicing greed or anger or resentment or hate or jealousy or, or anger or uh, on and on and on goes the list, right? Then what you're doing is you're practicing that and you're, you're, you're becoming more of that, in fact, I just a few minutes ago got off a wonderful call with a client of mine. It was just such a magical, just wonderful call that we had today. And um, and through the conversation, I you know I was talking about this how you know how it's like, you know, if we you know for every moment that we spend doing something. Right. And again, whether it's willing or, or unwitting, right, like we're we're we're, you know, either consciously or unconsciously, we're making ourselves more of the thing that we're doing in any given moment. Right. So that's why it's important to be conscious about what you're doing on a moment to moment basis and to choose to do those things that are going to benefit you. Right, which as I just discussed, the whole stress response, chronic stress does not benefit anyone. Right. And so if you're if you're in chronic stress because you're you're always, you know, kind of dwelling in the place that is not, you know, enveloped in kindness and compassion, well then what you're doing is you're making yourself that kind of person who is not kind, who is not compassionate. And what you do is you you eventually you lose the capacity to be kind and compassionate in any given moment. Now you can always get it back, okay? You can always practice yourself back into it. But, you know, it, why bother losing it in the first place, right? It, there's no sense, it's no, there's no upside to it, 
right? And so during this call that I had with my client just now, a few minutes ago, it ended uh, just literally a few minutes ago, um, I, it came to pass that I wanted to tell her a story that I'm going to tell you. That is a it's a it's a very widely uh, told story in many different um, uh, sort of um, uh, sects of or different tribes of of of, um, of Native American uh, people. Right, I've heard this from a couple of different areas, uh, but all you know within different tribes and different nations of of, uh, of Native Americans, right? And um, and so this is the one that I've come to know, just in terms of the details, you know. But the, neither one's right or wrong. It's just kind of it's a story, right? And so the story is that there's a um, there's a young man who's part of a tribe, right? A brave and in a tribe, and he's he's in a coming of age ceremony, right? And so part of this ceremony involves him sitting down with the shaman of the tribe and 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 talking about life you know and and in this conversation the shaman says to the, to the young boy he says inside each of us there are two wolves right and this is from the moment you are born until the very last breath you take there are these two wolves inside of you okay the one wolf represents love it represents compassion it represents cooperation it represents uh collaboration it represents generosity gratitude um um you know all the positive things right it just represents all of that right and then the other wolf represents aggression and and you know and and anger and hate and and domination you know dominance and uh um you know uh you know hate and anger and and fear and and you know aggression and 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 all these negative things right and so he says, the shaman does, is that your whole life, these two wolves that represent all the positive things in the world or all the negative things in the world, right? These two wolves are fighting for dominance within you every single day of your entire life, right? And of course, the young boy, the first question that comes to his mind is like, well, which one wins, right? And the shaman tells him very simply, the one that you feed. Right? And that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about these practices, right? That, that when we're, you know, every decision you make in your life, right? From moment to moment to moment to moment, because remember, there is no future, right? The future does not exist as something that you can reach out and grab and hold in your hands. It does not exist, nor does the past, right? Anything that's happened to you in your life, it has already happened. There's no way to make it happen otherwise or to make it happen again or to do anything that's going to change that, right? Because it's something that has happened, right? And so all that we ever have is the present moment. So that means that all that you ever have is the decision that you're making right now in this present moment. And so each time you make a decision, right? Your decision is going to either be, uh, is either going to be motivated by kindness and cooperation and compassion and, and, and the, the, the desire for the end of suffering, right? Or your decision is going to be made in the interest of, or, or by motivation of fear, and greed and and uh, and and you know jealousy and and dominance and and aggression and 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 overpowering, right? 
And that's the way it is, right? Our, our, that's, it's either one or the other, right? It can't be both, right? You can't be at the same time generous to someone and also greedy, right? Like it doesn't happen. They, they, these things are what they call um, uh, uh, inversely um, prohibitive, I think is the, I, I don't know the, the name of the term. It's a psychological term that they have for this, but literally you can't be in the, both states at the same time. Your brain just cannot function that way. It's either one or it's the other. It might shift back and forth all the time, but it's either one or the other in any given present moment. So each time you spend a present moment dwelling in the kindness and the compassion and the, the love, then what you're doing is you're training yourself to be kindness, compassion, and love, cooperation, you know, support, all these positive things, right? And every minute that you're, you're, you're spending in the place of unkindness and uncompassion, right, of, of anger, of jealousy, of greed, of all these different things that you might feel for other people in the world, then you're practicing that and you're gonna get more permanent at that, right? You're going to become that, right? Like that wolf, the, the, the wolf that represents all of the negative aspects of the human potential is going to wind up thriving, right? And so, and so each moment, you have the opportunity to feed one wolf or the other. And so on World Kindness Day today, I'm inviting you to consciously and intentionally feed the wolf that represents kindness and compassion, right? And this isn't just about other people either, okay? Remember, it's any given moment. Because the thing is that kindness and compassion are very much a cyclical entity, okay? They exist in a way that, that creates a propulsion, a, a virtuous cycle, if you will, right? And, that, and what I mean by that, right, is that it starts with ourselves, right? Like we have to be kind to ourselves. If we hope to be kind to anyone else, you know, it's kind of necessary to start with kindness to ourselves. Now, I know the, the research from Kristen Neff out there for compassion, self-compassion actually doesn't bear this out. It's actually very possible to be, you know, kind towards others with just crushing yourself all the time. So let, let's separate that. Let's, let me just acknowledge that that research is out there, but let me tell you why I don't necessarily agree and why that might be uh, just more of a, a term of like um, uh, how the research was done. And if I ever get a chance to talk to Dr. Neff, I'm sure that we can maybe uh, come to some sort of common ground on this because here's the thing, right? We, we, want to practice it for ourselves, right? And of course, because you want to be kind to yourself anyway, right? It feels good to be kind to yourself. And, and, her, and uh, the, the, uh, the research that Dr. Neff has, and her colleagues have done is overwhelming, sh overwhelmingly showing that, that the more we are compassionate and kind to ourselves, the more resilience, optimism, uh, less anxiety, less depression, less stress. I mean, it's, 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 unambiguous and there's 10 years worth of of uh of, of um, research to show this right that that unambiguously it is better for us to be kind to ourselves right but now here's the thing most people 
right? Have, you know, most people forget about kindness to themselves. So that's one thing. That's step one is to, is to practice kindness for yourself. And if you would like some practices to help you do this, I can certainly help you. And on World Kindness Today, day is today's the day to ask because I'll kindly give it out to you. No questions asked. I mean, I do that every day. But like I said, I try to live every day like it's World Kindness Day. Um, but but so, so assuming that we've got that, that first step is to, to feel it for ourselves, right? To be compassionate towards ourselves. Right now, most people have no problem being compassionate to maybe 90% of the people that they know in the world, right? Like, like freely, we will give that compassion out, right? But we all, most of us have that line, right? We have that line of, of across which we will not go when it comes to compassion, right? And again, this could be a political figure. This could be someone in your family or someone who you know who has done you wrong, right? But we all have that one, or most of us, you know, unless we practice, we have that sort of one person or that group of people who we will not allow ourselves to be compassionate towards because they hurt us and we will not do that, right? We have this sense that if we do that, we kind of, I don't know, relinquish something or, or surrender something. We're not going to do that, right? But here's the thing. Every single time you think of that person who you refuse to give that compassion to, guess what happens in your body? Stress, cortisol, adrenaline, lower IQ from the stress response, uh, poor blood sugar uh, regulation, poor digestion, poor reproductive, <laughs> you know, um, uh, mechanism and, and, and performance, right? So just think about what I'm saying, right? Everything that makes you a human being is diminished because you're thinking this, you know, you refusal to give that person your compassion, right? So what you're doing then is by holding that compassion off from that certain person or those certain people from, from your life, what you're doing is you're hurting yourself. So you're taking away the compassion that was at the beginning of this whole cycle, right? So in order to give that compassion to that last person, to those people who just you don't want to do it, right? To actually give that compassion and give that kindness, what you do is you bring that kindness back to yourself, and you actually improve your health, you improve your happiness, you improve your well-being. And now you can give more compassion and you can get more compassion back. So today and every day, I invite you to, to be intentional about kindness for others and kindness for yourself. All right, and again, if you'd like some very simple practices, they're very, very simple, and they feel really good. So it's not like work, okay? It's very, very um, easy practices to do. If you'd like to learn some, just hit me up with a comment, okay? Just send me a comment, send me a direct message, um, you know, get a hold of me, okay? And then I ask you to please uh, do all the YouTube things, okay? Um, like, subscribe, hit the bell, so you know when I put a new video out, which is generally speaking every day, unless I have some silly bike accident. Um, so like, subscribe, uh, hit the notifications, uh, share and comment if you feel that you would like to, 
right? And of course, you may have known and you may have heard me mention that I now have a Patreon page. So if you enjoy these videos every day and you would like to support my effort in making these, you know, support financially my effort, you know, a few dollars a, a month from, from a large number of people makes an enormous difference. Would let me get better than lighting equipment and microphones and stuff like that. So maybe I can make even nicer content for you. Um, but that's just, you know, just putting that out there. And the last thing I promised that I would tell everybody that my son, who is nine years old and wants to be a YouTuber in the biggest way, right? But he's only got 19 followers, which are mostly my wife's friends. Um, but he said that he's he's got his sign-off tagline now okay his uh his his name his the name of his channel the name of his avatar is unknown xd and i'm not sure where that comes from but that's his name right so that's his thing out there that's his handle right and so at the end of his videos now what he says is he says um oh gosh i can't remember the first part but uh um it's something about like like see you later and and stay unknown or something like that I, i'm gonna have to do this again on monday give me the real thing because he's really slick with it but he tells me that i need to come up with a, a tagline so if you all have any suggestions for me <laughs> i would love to that would be really fun to get some suggestions from people so what would i say as i'm signing off you know stay kind stay compassionate you know um um you know practice love let's use that one for today practice love all right everybody i wish you well practice love take care and thanks for listening and i'm sorry i missed a couple days it won't happen i try not to let that happen very often and i'm mostly successful but i will be back again on monday uh as long as i stay off stay on my bike and don't tumble over the hoods of cars instead <laughs> all right everybody thanks a lot talk to you soon have a great day